Hello and welcome to the daily room. I have a quick question for you. So let's say I'm not saved and I have a group of friends who are also not saved or who are also not saved. How do I relate with my friends after I get saved? All these questions, well, this question and more will be answered today by a very special guest. So stay tuned. Today, we're taking a deep dive into our conversation on friendships. And you also hear a salvation story that I know will interest you. So welcome. Welcome to the Dairy Room by Dear Dairy. My name is Adobia and I am your host. Thank you for joining us today. I have an amazing woman of God here today with us. Some of you might know her, but I'll just do a little introduction of her so that you know who she is. So our guest today is Samuel, Samuel Asante, a.k.a. Sami. <laughs> yeah, so she leads the, she's the lead disciple of, the, of Sami's ministries. They are also on Instagram, so I'll share their handle as well. And she's an entrepreneur. So if you haven't followed Sami's ministries on Instagram, you might want to do that now. I'll put the link in the, their handle in the chat. Okay. Samuel shares quality content and she provides tools to encourage, to uplift, and inspire people on their journey with Christ. And she's also an entrepreneur. She's a founder and CEO of an energy company which aims to provide affordable energy alternatives for people. And we'll probably talk about how she manages to do all this in another episode. Okay, all right. Samuel, did I do you justice in the introduction? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You did more than in, more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So welcome to the daily room, Samuel. Excited to host you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So today we'll learn about Samuel's salvation story, and we'll just get into right right into the conversation about managing friendships. And before we end, we'll also do a quick 90-second summary of any practical tips that Samuel shares as well. Okay, so let the games begin. <laughs> All right, so Samuel, you've been doing such an amazing job with Sammy's ministry, serving God with your gifts, sharing the word of God. What has brought you here or what brought you here? Can you tell us how you got saved? What's what's really how did you get to what's your salvation story? Okay, thank you very much for the question. So for me, um my story was a bit different. Um so for a lot of us when we were born into a Christian home, our father and mother, our parents, grandparents were going to church or church going. Yeah. Um, so automatically we all thought hey as long as we are going to church we are Christians and that's the end of it Um, but my story was a bit different because when I was very young from the age of three I started to have visions and dreams wow and yeah um, when I was young unfortunately um, my mom then was not able to help me because she was also now strengthening or getting closer 
to God. So her relationship with God was now growing. Right. So I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of things I was seeing and didn't understand. Yeah. And there were people who were close to us, like pastors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then at a point, I wanted to know the person who is sending me all of these things. Yes, yeah. I wanted to understand for myself where all of these things come and have my questions answered. Because sometimes we have certain questions and um, we may not have the right people around us to help us answer these questions. Yeah, yeah. So um, though that was that, I also really enjoyed my life very well. <laughs> I used to be somebody who was everywhere. Like if you knew me like oh. about five years ago, I was everywhere talking, making friends everywhere. I used to have so many, oh my God, I used to talk to so many people. But then um, when I made the decision to come for Christ, I think we'll go into that um, later on, but then it's changed everything. So my salvation story was more, I wanted to find the answers for what was happening to me. Was I strange? Was I crazy? There has to be something happening. So when I made the decision to um, give my life to Christ, Mm. and I did that through um, a discipleship class. So um, there's this discipleship class um, done by the Christ-like discipleship Makers Fellowship of Ministries um, under Reverend JFK Mentor. So um, I decided that I was going to take that class and I took that class because that class taught the foundations of Christianity. So who a Christian was, why Christ died for us and all the foundations, baptism, so Holy Spirit baptism, water baptism, everything. Then I gave my life to Christ. So this was 2015, actually, August of 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> fairly recently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, so yeah, that's so it's been five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this August was our, our fifth anniversary. God and I celebrated our fifth anniversary. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that was I, yeah, yeah, made the decision. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Samuel. I'm I'm just curious. Did you get to find was is this your church or did you get to find out about the class from someone? How did you get to join that class? Okay, so um, Reverend Jeff Kimensa has been like um my grandfather, I should say. Oh, okay. um, so my mom met him when she was in uni. And she gave her life to Christ at the ending of uni. So she met him through that. And since then, there was a relationship. So when we were growing up, we had the opportunity to go to him anytime we wanted to. But this was a class where they had spoken about it like for years. (laughs) I mean, my mom would be like, my mom calls me Swelly. She's like, Swelly. He has to go over this, 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 and I'm like, oh, you know, I have this and this and this, right? I have to go here and you relax. The time will come. <laughs> so I think I decided 
when I made the decision that I wanted to know more and I wanted to find these answers, and I was like, why not give this a try? This has been spoken of for a long time. Yeah. So why not give it a try? Yeah, so I decided to give it a try. Oh. And since then, I haven't got returned. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, that at least like okay, well, it was over a period of time they had been saying, Oh, you should check out this class, this class. So it just it's just a lesson for me that sometimes these things take time and it takes time to get people to warm up to the idea of of learning about God. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I always tell people Mm-hmm. sorry but i always tell people that a lot of the time as christians we go evangelizing with our efforts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so we are like why isn't this person doing it why 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 <laughs> but then they themselves don't even realize that their salvation story is also a process yeah. because you had to make a decision there were several other decisions. You know, there were other things at play, but you made that decision. That decision is a process. Mm-hmm. And everybody's process is different. For some others, it's five minutes. Another person, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, a month, a year, two years. Yeah. But then just knowing and staying in your corner, always remembering the person in prayer and remembering that the Holy Spirit Mm. should guide that person's journey and that person's process. Mm. That's the key. If not, we'll always become almost aggressive. (laughs) Also, sometimes when I... It's like, you have to get it back forth. Like, if you don't get it, like... Yeah, yeah, then that's where the judgmental stuff comes in a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then sometimes you're like... Me, I'm trying to show you the good way. You continue your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've realized it's a journey and everyone has a particular journey for the mission they even have for the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Because my experience to salvation, it's part of the process and the journey to where I am and who I am today. Exactly. How you became a Christian or when you gave your life to Christ, it's also part of your story, yeah. helping in your mission yeah. for Christ. So it's all important. We don't have to take it like it, it is World Cup, yes, because we, it's, yeah. it's, it's a mandate from God yeah. that we are all supposed to um, go out and, and preach the word and spread the gospel. But then we always also have to understand that it's not our might. It's yeah. never been our might. We are actually just vessels. <laughs> That's all we are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I tend to talk a lot sometimes. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> okay. So no, no worries about that. Thank you for, for that addition. I think it's also an important point to drive home. Samal, you mentioned earlier that if we knew you a few years ago, we would know that, oh, you were everywhere. You had so many friends. How did that work out for you when you, especially when you decided to give your life to Christ? 
how did that look like? Yeah. Did you have to cut people off? Did you have to, you know, shrink? Like, what? How did that look like for you? Yeah. Um, so over the years, I think um, I, Adubia um, knows me a bit or has seen me about a bit. And um, I'm now one of the most quiet people you would ever find. Yeah. <laughs> ever. And um, <laughs> that is part of it, I guess. Um, over these five years, I have quote unquote lost a lot of friends. Um, my friendship group has become very, very small, oh. extremely small. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and that is also for a reason um, because I believe that this also is my training and foundation years. Mm. And sometimes God takes all the excitement and the frivolous things that we, so that you can have a, a pure relationship with him so that you can also have time for him. Right. Because before that, I wouldn't have time. <laughs> It's not part of like my priorities. Like my priorities is like making sure that I'm here speaking to this person, doing this, doing that. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. it's that process has taught me to prioritize God. Right. Yeah, because now I would have the time to listen to him not hear him, but listen to him. And also he would have the opportunity to work on me, work on my heart, on my character as well. Mm. And also sometimes naturally, when you start talking about God, people will naturally draw back or move away from you because they don't necessarily believe in your, I, people say ideology. <laughs> Because um, I did go to school where I had friends who say they are atheists, right. they are this, they are that. And so naturally, you get those groups of people naturally draw away. Yeah. And there are some people who feel like you are doing too no with your God stuff. Like, <laughs> are you the only one who is going Good to God. go to heaven? <laughs> yeah. So they should take a step back as well. But then it, it, it's, it's been a tough journey from being somebody who has plenty of people she's always talking to, to somebody who has only like one or two people, wow. three, like, three yeah. <laughs> most of the time to one person and my family. I think that's been a consistent thing to do with the family. Wow. But then that has its days as well because this journey you're going through is a personal one so some of the things that you are feeling they don't understand it yeah so there are even times i'll admit it i do cry because even two days ago i was crying i was crying it's not an easy journey because 
I see all like people are going on trips. People, I'm not saying you can't do the same. You can't. I mean, yeah. But then the purpose of those things are different. The reason behind people going on trips, I think, are not the same as if I'm going for trips with maybe my two or three friends. Where maybe we're just going to relax every day. We know we're going to spend some time with the world and stuff. No, this is purely for enjoyment. Enjoyment where people will be smoking, like that sort of enjoyment. So you know that, like. But then the way people are having fun, it gets to you. You're like, yeah. oh, this was me five years ago. This was me six years ago. So it's it, it, it's difficult. And and what makes it more difficult is uh, answering the question of. Who is a friend? Mm, right. Right. Yeah. Because when I gave my life to Christ and I was sitting back to look at the people around me, because sometimes the people around you are the biggest influences in your life. Yes. And I'm like, how is this person benefiting me or benefiting my life? Mm. Can I do without them? right can i go far without them yeah and even when i was starting some of these ministries it was one of the things that almost prevented me from starting friendship wow because i was like god i have almost lost everybody almost not everybody but there are still a lot of people who are there will i say a lot there are no more than 10 <laughs> but there are a lot actually, but um, mm-hmm. who is going to read this blog? Like when I started it, I was like, there are people who know 2,000, 3,000 people when they set yeah. up one thing, like exactly. it's going to go. Yeah. But who is going to read this? Oh, who is going to buy a journal? Who is going to come to my event? Yeah, and it's still things that we struggle with yes. till today. Yes, because I can put my all into an event. The last event that I had, like I don't want to say how much I spent, but the yeah. amount of time, dedication, money I put into it. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't always. So like it's in the. Wow, I've I've digressed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, sometimes when you do give your life to Christ, mm-hmm. you would lose friends. Yes. It's okay. Mm. Because what you're doing could be a model for them as well. Mm. It's okay because it's also an opportunity to have that direct relationship with God without the distractions. Because sometimes these people are distractions at that moment. It's okay too because it helps you to get clarity in your journey and your end goal because these distractions are not there. And it also helps you to allow God in because, for example, I always tell people this story about Ashesi is not a place I had ever dreamt. Ah, Ashesi. <laughs> I didn't even hear about Ashes. But then I was so much into the hype, quote unquote, of 
mm. or oh, I'm going to go abroad, I'm going to go here, mm. and like that. Oh, like, like in my class, I was one of the first people to get like offers for you. Like, I had packed my bag, done wow. my wind touch. <laughs> oh. Wow. 10 days to school start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then my mom calls and was like, oh, sweetheart, there's no way you are going. Wow. <laughs> at all. And that was when I now mm. applied to Ashesi. And that was literally the, almost one of the last days. For applications. Yeah. And I got my Ashesi ad- admission in like two days. Wow. Because my mind and everything I was doing was focused on me, my friends, and our pl- Like, that is all yeah. I was concentrating on. I didn't allow God in and say, God, this life is not even my own. Mm. I'm here because of you. Right. So use me the way you want me to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you want me to, or whatever you want me to do, help me and strengthen me to do it. I never did that. So I had already made plans. So this was me. God, you know what? They say we should give our plans to you. So let me tell you what is going to happen. Yeah? I'm going to go to the uni here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. This is the course. I'm, this is where I'm going to live. Okay, cool. We are on the same page, right? Hey, let's go. <laughs> that was literally what I did. Yeah. But then I didn't submit it and say, God, these are my plans. But let your will be done in my life. Right. That's what I didn't do. And I'm able to appreciate it now because I had that clarity because I didn't have a lot of distractions due to some of the, some of the, or the types of friendships that I had then. Mm. Okay. But then in the same vein, friendships is very, or friendships are very important. People and relationships are very important. Yes. But then the thing is, we need friendship and we need relationship, but not all relationships qualify as friendship. Okay. <laughs> and not all friendships qualify as relationship. That's one thing I've learned. And I think a lot of people try and mix it in like, yeah, like, oh, like I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, oh, do you know? So, so, so. Oh, yeah, that guy is my friend. You have you spoken to the person three, four times. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference because wow. you realize when you look through the Bible, you realize that God had the disciples around him mm-hmm. and he had the three core disciples a lot of people say his favorites yeah but then you realize that he was somebody who loved people right yes so example for example the in the bible it talks about when he went for the bridal party the wine was getting finished right yes you would need to have a relationship with either the bridal party or somebody in the bridal party to be invited to a wedding yeah exactly so that shows you that god or jesus in this case when he came on earth he did relate to people he did love talking to people he did build relationships with people but yeah he was able to distinctively 
separate the relationships from the friendships I'll say mm-hmm. and that's what we have to do so that's why a lot of the time I get the question did you lose a lot of friends yes I did lose a lot of friends but then I still have relationships with these people what all I did was I looked at the group of people I call my friends and I evaluated and said okay which people would help me in this journey that I'm in which people do I think I should bring in and I would call my friends and which people do I need still in my life I need to have relationships with yeah yeah that's that's like a whole new conversation about (laughs) chips are who is really a friend (laughs) a friend who's who is not but let me just keep us going <laughs> yeah and just to just to, I kind of like talking too much sorry <laughs> no worries just to learn some more about you know these friendships like you're saying that you still relate with with these people but just that some of them are not your friends per se so what what happens when you let's say you're in a group of friends you are all not saved then you you in the group get saved and now you have friends who aren't saved and i think that we kind of spoke about it a little in the beginning about it being mm-hmm. a whole process but can you share a few tips or ways that we can just bring them along on our journey even though they don't understand they may not understand our faith so I think one of the most important things that we need to do on our part is prayer. First of all, before you even go out or approach the person and start to talk to the person about Christ, you need prayer because you need, sometimes you need to ask the Holy Spirit to help you with the, the right words to say. Yeah. Because everybody's, uh, the way in which people get saved are different. Some people would want evidence based on the word. Some people, it's strictly the word. You can tell them through the word. Other people would also want to know your personal experience. Exactly. Exactly. And other people who don't like it straightforward. Quote and unquote. So what I always say again, and people don't want it like straightforward. Okay. Like okay, anytime, right. there are some people when they even hear God in a sentence, mm. they get upset. Discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I always say is the first thing you have to do is to pray, pray for the person, and pray that the Holy Spirit fills the person and also gives you the right words as you approach the person okay yeah because first of all as we we said previously it's not by your mind this whole salvation thing is not about us it's not we are just like a vessel representing god at that particular moment exactly yes 
So that's one thing. Another thing is the way we live our lives. So we can't say we are Christians and then we don't live our lives in that in a particular way. Right? Because the way we live our lives is also a testimony to others. Yes. To show them God's love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you can't say you're a Christian and then you're insulting people with your friends. <laughs> Right. Then they're like, ah, what's the difference? Like, they can't see the difference. Yeah. <laughs> right? So that's one thing as well. And also, they also have to see your activeness for Christ. Because you can't say you believe in something without acting in that way. So if you're in a friendship group Mm -hmm. and you say you're for Christ, they have to see you do your quiet time. They have to see you say, okay, this is my prayer time. and actually see you pray. They have to see you reading your word. They have to see you doing the fundamental things that quote and unquote makes you qualify as a Christian. Mm. Mm. Okay. Then you can approach them with the word. Right. Or your experience. Because you're in a friendship group, you have that ability to move past the the formal stuff. So you can bring in experiences they know you've gone through. And I show how God has helped you with it. Right. So that they can understand and see how real it is. And all this will be backed by your actions, right? the way you live your life, the way you speak, mm-hmm. the way you relate to others, mm-hmm. how evident it is that you are for Christ through your constant fellowship with God and everything. Right. Hmm. So it's just like, even in school, even like, yeah, they are learning about something. Most of the time, they go back to tell us the history about it so that we, we know and understand that there's evidence, there's research into it, there's, yeah. we can evidently see that it's worked and it's worked for a number of years. Because a lot of, humans or the human nature is more of sight Mm. so you can't go on and go and talk to somebody about christ when all they see is the same as what the world is doing right there's no difference there's no difference Mm. Mm. but most of all you need to have patience i think that's that's key. <laughs> you need to have patience because you always need to remind yourself that this salvation game, it's not even a game. Our mandate mm. as Christians, yeah. it's also not some type of 
checklist. Though it's very necessary, mm-hmm. and all of us have to do it, it's not like a checklist that, okay, this year I'm going to do 50,000 people. Yes, it's, it's good to have um, a goal, mm-hmm. but then we always have to understand that we always have to allow God in that process. Right. We always have to understand that we are we have to be representations of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to be we have to always strive to be Christ-like. Because I believe that the the salvation journey doesn't stop there when you let that person come into Christ. Doesn't stop there. Yes. It's making sure that the person accepts Christ mm-hmm. and is able to stick with Christ mm-hmm. after that point in time they receive Christ. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's not a checklist. Because if it's a checklist, then you say that, oh, I'll take it like today we met 100 people give it to Christ, but their lives to Christ. Yeah. But it doesn't end there. And to ensure that people still stick with Christ is the things that I mentioned, the way you speak, the way you live, the way you um, relate with other people, them seeing your activeness with Christ. So you see that there are lots of people who show one aspect, which is their activeness for Christ. So you see people every time they'll go for prayer meetings, but then they leave their lives away. Right. You see people who are very active on Sunday, Monday to Friday, they are the most corrupt people in their offices. (laughs) So if you're trying to talk to your friend, yeah. She's still, he or she's still not going to listen to what you're saying because they know who you are. You can't tell them something they know you are not. Yeah, and that that even leads me to another question. <laughs> I don't even know if I should ask at this point because we have a bonus question coming up. But let me just chip that in. So, does this mean that when I let's say I get saved and I'm growing in my journey? Does this mean that I can't, and I, at that point, I may not be, you know, fully formed, or my character might not be fully transformed, but I'm still excited about Christ and the gospel. Does it mean that I can't, like, rope my friends in, even at that point, because maybe, let's say, my lifestyle has not, you know, fully <laughs> transformed, or, like, it hasn't fully it's not it's not where it should be right i still yeah. you know yeah. back and forth yeah that's that's my question i'll give thank you one minute to answer that <laughs> <laughs> okay so thank you for the question you can mm-hmm. but then you see that when you're trying to change something the people around you notice mm. so if you are a new Christian, if I will say, you st- still can invite people to Christ, but then they would see the difference. They will see that you are trying to make a difference. They will see acts, various acts of change in you. Because there's nobody who receives Christ and still stays the same. There's something that will change something. about you. Yeah. And the people around you would notice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I knew this, 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 but she used to be, but nowadays, dear, I see that she's trying to. Yeah. Nowadays, dear, 
she makes an effort to Mm-hmm. So then they begin to see it for themselves. You don't need to talk plain. That's why sometimes when you are sharing the gospel, you will talk some. <laughs> you stop. You'll be like, "How oh, can I stop one?" <laughs> but then, the, 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 even the way you are saying, even how forceful you are when you are talking about it, is even <laughs> evident sometimes right of your character yeah Mm. so the people around you they they notice all the things that you're doing they notice the way you tie your hair the way you dress the way so they would notice when something begins to change Mm. right that's yeah and when they see the effort in it they can realize for themselves that hey Maybe the path that Adubia is, is on, we should try it out. Hey, maybe the path that Sami is on, we yeah. should try it out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you so much for addressing that. I think that's a good one, that there's still some sort of change that will encourage them to also explore where necessary. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So I have a bonus question for you. Then afterwards, we will talk about the, basically, you do your 90-second summary of the practical tips you shared with us so far. And we will be done. Okay. Okay, so the question is, is it family over friends or the other way around? Because sometimes some friends can have an impact on you that no one in your family can, can have. So what's your response to this question? I think that um, a lot of times, or a lot of the times, friendships become, or friends become family. Mm. Because um, for me, the people that I really hold dear are people I can open up to, just like I would my family. Right. So sometimes there are cases where your friendships or your friends become your family. But for me, maybe I'll be biased based on my experiences, but then yeah, it's always family because they are the the unit that's always there. Hmm. No matter what it is, like throughout my journey, yes, maybe my mom doesn't fully understand everything but she's there she's making the effort to try and relieve your pain like I wouldn't want to go in there to a lot of the testimony but one of the biggest things has been my health Mm. I have been through the whole of Ashesi for four years and my friends didn't even know I have a particular health condition, which I wasn't even see. Wow. Or I've been battling particular things. Wow. So, and the family unit has also been made to replicate our relationship with God, like the father-son relationship. Mm. But it's an earthly replication of that relationship. 
So it's just like how God is there for you all the time, no matter what. That's literally how our family is. Hmm. Yes, there are some friends who stick with you. And that's where I refer to friends who become your family, who stick with you through it all, no matter what. And that's truly a blessing to have. But for me, based on the experiences that I had and I have and had, right. I've always seen that family comes first. Mm. Yeah. Is- but then everybody's journey, as I, I always refer to it, it's different. Yes. Yes. Some people don't have such a close relationship with their family, so their friends are the ones that are there. Exactly. But then I believe that in everybody's lives, God has a replicate or God has replicated that relationship, which is the father-son or father-daughter relationship mm-hmm. here on earth. Mm-hmm. Be it with your biological family or the people who gave birth to you, be it with friends, be it with extended family, but there's always one, two, three people God has put here to be with you through it all and is a replicate or a replica sorry, of that relationship here in it. Mm, right. Yeah, I was, I was going to also touch on that, if, especially with people who don't have such a close-knit family. But I yeah. think you mentioned, yeah, that of course it's different for everybody and at least even if it's not with your biological family, there's always another group of people that you may be able to look to and refer to and get that same value that you would get mm-hmm. from your family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Samuel. Thank you so much for sharing all these. Thank you. Too. So I've I've learned so much, and I think my my major takeaway is basically to make sure that your lifestyle is also basically your life might be the only like they say the only bible someone you read so it will make make the pages count and before before you leave we i hope this activity is is fun to do but let's see how it goes so as i promised earlier i'm going to (laughs) set a timer for 90 seconds and then you will summarize the practical <laughs> with us today. Okay. In 90 seconds. Yes. Okay. So I'm ready when you are. And yeah. So let me, let me know. When okay. you're ready and we'll, we'll start the timer and then we'll go ahead. Okay. So I think I'll just go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. go ahead then. <laughs> Starting the time. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were actually setting up the time. So no. Um, okay. So um all in all, what I would say to summarize is that um, we always have to remember that um, the salvation journey it's a process and uh, it's it's a journey and we have to be patient and let the holy spirit take his 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 toll on the person in particular all in all when we are in the midst of people who are not 
Christians, be it friends, family, etc. We always have to keep them in prayer, first of all. Pray for them, pray for their journey, and pray that the Holy Spirit will help you to do, be the right example for them and speak to them in the right way. Also, we also do not have to neglect ourselves. We also have to make sure that um, the way we live, the way we relate with others, the way we talk, the way we dress, the way we do everything, reflects that we have Christ in us. And that would also back everything we are saying when we are approaching people who are non-Christians. Because they see it. They are around us and they see it. And all of this is evidence to who God is and what God can do in man's life. Yeah, so this is all that I have to share. Okay. Yeah. You did very well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you so so much, Samuel. Do you have any Thank last you. words for us before you leave? Um all I always say is that we should always allow God and let God inspire us because this journey that we are on, is, it's a very personal one. Though we are all in it together, mm-hmm. it's still a very personal one. And you have to make the efforts, just like you make an effort to have a relationship with your siblings or your significant other, as some people <laughs> You also have to, be intentional and put in the effort and the time, and the time. with growing your relationship with her. <laughs> so in everything you do, yeah. give God first, no matter how small it is. But then God is real. I've seen him evident in everything I, I have done and I'm doing. Mm. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. and i always recommend him to anybody and everybody yeah yes the journey is not an easy one Mm -hmm. he never promised us it's going to be easy (laughs) but Mm. it's very fulfilling and rewarding Mm. Mm. so we shouldn't run away from the hurdles the trials and the tests because he's with us through it all he's equipped us to go through it all we are more than conquerors we are victors in jesus name so why for it why fear yes our human nature tries to comprehend things with our minds and our eyes and everything but that's the beauty of faith is going beyond all of that going beyond the physical and knowing that there's a god there who's got your back yeah 24 7 no matter the situation how big small tiny wide it doesn't matter in fact he already has it under control so the question is are you willing to embrace this god because you can't take him up partially it has to be a full commitment Mm -hmm. and never compare your journey to somebody else's journey Mm. because we are two different people. Everybody has been made unique and special for a particular purpose. So never do that to compare. Just 
allow God mm-hmm. to take you where he wants to take you. And it's going to be an awesome journey. I mean, it's, Amen, it's nice. <laughs> Being a Christian is nice. Yeah. It's not only the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> agreed thank you so much for that and lastly before mm-hmm. sorry before i really mm-hmm. i just want to tell people that i'm a very nice person i'm nice a lot of people see me and say me i'm nice no i'm very really nice wow. like, I can't tell people I'm nice. it's just that i'm quiet but i'm very nice <laughs> so yeah that's it <laughs> Well, well, no service. Thanks. Well. <laughs> Thank you too. Well, it's a nice person and our public announcement. So <laughs> that's just by the way. Okay. Thank you so much, Samuel, for our guest today. Thank you. That's a great conversation on friendships and you know salvation and how it's a process. 